everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Guidance with Grace. I'm Grace, and I am sitting right next to Mandy Cecil. Hello, Hi. everyone. The boss lady <laughs> down here. <laughs> um, and one of the reasons I wanted Mandy um, to be on this podcast episode was because we're talking about cycling for beginners, and you've been cycling for a long time. Yes, I have. You're a pro. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a pro, but I <laughs> enjoy cycling. Yeah. <laughs> and I just recently started getting into cycling, um, I guess, seriously about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And um, you were definitely a big help in kind of figuring all those things out and getting my questions answered. Um, but cycling is a really good way to stay cardiovascularly fit, get some endurance, Um, and I did my first ride last year too. It was 50 miles all at once, which was a pretty cool experience. Um, do you mind talking on some of the rides that you've done before we get going? Um, I did, I've done pedal with Pete a few times. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Toss serve, um, is a great ride here in Ohio. It goes from Columbus to Portsmouth and back. It's always Mother's Day weekend. Um, again, it's a ride, not a race. So it's a really enjoyable event um pelotonia is my big thing that's what keeps me cycling these days (laughs) definitely have you done it technically every year every year except 2011 because i was pregnant with wes okay couldn't ride that year so yes yeah so um kind of getting into the different kinds of rides um it kind of depends because we didn't want to just talk about only road biking because as much as Mandy and I both do that, um, there is, you know, mountain biking and different um, paths and trails and stuff that you can go on here in central Ohio and just in Ohio in general. Um, but the main thing that we're going to kind of split off is mountain bi- biking versus road biking and kind of talking about those differences within each category. Um, because depending on if you're interested in one or the other, the way you approach everything is going to be a little different. Yes, it will be. So what would you say the main differences are between mountain biking and road biking? Well, road biking obviously is on the road or a bike path per se. Um, Mountain biking, it's more of a rough terrain type riding. Um, Alum Creek is the closest place I can think of right off the bat that has great mountain biking trails. Oh, I didn't and, know they had trails. Yeah, yeah, and it is on a dirt path. You're going to be going over um, roots from trees, small rocks, like a lot of rough terrain. Mm-hmm. But a mountain bike is also created to be able to take that torque so your body doesn't really absorb that as much, mm-hmm. um, unlike a road bike would. So the tires are different. Um, you know, a mountain bike's tires are wider, knobbier to be able to handle those rocks all the debris it's going to pick up and keep you moving unlike a road bike the tires are very thin and very smooth because all you're doing is pulling the road basically so mm-hmm. it's um the bike styles are completely different to fit the terrain that you're actually riding on yeah for it. and like the, i would also say like definitely speed is a thing um road biking you're gonna go significantly faster Mm -hmm. in the sense that you don't have the terrain slowing you down yeah you're usually right exactly i mean you'll you'll have hills and stuff on roads that's kind of a given Mm -hmm. but um you definitely have like 
I think on average I'm like around 15, 16 miles an hour, whereas mountain biking is not going to be anything close to that. Um, So, yeah, so the type of bike is really a big difference, of course, because you're doing different um, types of terrain. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say – because those are also um, shorter rides. Yes. You're not really going to be on there for a long time. Yeah, mountain biking – that I think the trails at Alum Creek are up to like five miles. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, you're not moving very fast because of the train. Now, some people do, mm-hmm. can really go yeah. at great speeds with it. But because of the obstacles, you're going at declines and inclines um, over, or over and around boulders, routes, um, the speed changes it, so you're a little bit slower, but at the same time, the distance isn't as great, mm-hmm. so they're not as long. When road biking, I mean, you could go out for a nice five-mile ride, or you could ride a century, which is 100 miles, mm-hmm. so it just depends on what yeah. you're Yeah, and I would say I did um, the Pedal with Pete ride, and the cool thing with that one is you can, well, of course, with a lot, there's all different kinds of routes you can do and I did the 50 miles and that one took me again I was very beginner I pretty much still am but I was able to complete that in four hours Mm -hmm. with my speed and kind of the average and of course I stopped a couple times to you know get food or hydrate or whatever um so we we will be talking about the Pelotonia ride and it's hard for me to not just go right Mm -hmm. into that (laughs) uh we're going to talk about that next week guys so definitely tune in um but the other thing I wanted to say is your rides, your experience with rides, how do you feel like your clothing, your hydration and things have affected and what your your suggestions for people who might want to do a road ride mm-hmm. since you're a little bit more, you're well-versed in that yeah. area. How much um, road, my, mountain biking have you done? I have ridden a mountain bike once and yeah. did not enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't so, really that's me. ventured into yeah. that area, but I know you know a lot yeah. about of course, Pelotonia, which we will be talking mm-hmm. about, but just road biking in general. What are some things that you find help you in those areas? Um, I think having a road bike or at least a hybrid style bike, and a hybrid kind of is a cross between the frame and the wheels of a mountain bike and a road bike. Mm-hmm. So a mountain bike is going to be a lot heavier with bigger tires, more shocks within the seat and the handlebars to be able to absorb that terrain. A road bike is going to weigh essentially nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The tires are a lot thinner. So a hybrid kind of, a hybrid bike brings those two together. It's a lighter frame, still has some shocks, but not as much as a mountain bike would on a thinner tire, but not quite as thin um, as a road bike. Because the whole idea on a road bike is that you're going for longer mileage so you don't want the bike to be additional weight that you're pulling. Mm-hmm. Um, so a hybrid could be a good route to go if you're not for sure which way you want to ride because the only thing you'd have to change out is the tires. Mm-hmm. You could buy a separate set of tires, and then you have it ready for mountain biking and or road biking. Okay. Um, I didn't know the tires were different yeah. too. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. So um, as far as like clothing and hydration, nutrition – with road biking, um, I think there is some expense with cycling, but it's very easy to not kind of get caught up in mm-hmm. the high end of what cycling can end up being. 
So the biggest thing is, as far as clothing, wearing something comfortable that is breathable. So, I mean, you're going to be working, so you want to be able yeah. to remove the sweat from your skin. But um, making sure that it's not loose so it doesn't get caught up in the bike. You don't want to wear your every, everyday gym shorts on a 20 to 40 mile bike ride. They're going to get caught up in the seat. Um, it's it can create obstacles that you don't need to have right. in the way. Never mind uh, the aerodynamics. Yes. <laughs> kind of creating a parachute exactly. with your shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to make it a lot harder. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, the padded short thing is great. It's yep. a spandex short with yeah. a pad that um, really helps protect your sit bones if you're going to be riding mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, and well, and the seats are like harder. And yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're almost with road biking and, or yeah, like a longer ride. Yeah. You're going to want some padding. Yeah. And it, and even in the beginning, like getting used to that takes mm -hmm. some time. So just expect that it's going to be your sitting bones will be a little sore at the beginning of cycling. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also like with when it comes to shoes they're cycling shoes but if you don't want to invest in that right off the bat your everyday tennis shoes work mm -hmm. you just want to make sure you have your shoelaces tucked in so that they don't get caught in either the spokes or the crank of the chain because that's going to make you fall over yeah <laughs> essentially and that's not yeah. what anybody wants to do on a bike no <laughs> especially on the road <laughs> yeah we're right and there's the cars flying past you and some of them are mad that you're even on the road yes. so which is yeah. it's it's a real thing and um so well and one thing I was gonna say so I rode with regular shoes all last year mm -hmm. and I did my ride like that and it was fine um my biggest suggestion is if you're wearing regular shoes, try to find, because I think a lot of them these days, they just have so much give and bend in the <laughs> sole. And if you have more of a firm sole shoe, that definitely will make will make a difference. Yes, it will. Because um, it's really just giving you a more firm surface to push against yeah. as opposed to kind of being bendy. And, and that's um, the benefit of a cycling shoe because you clip onto the pedals and mechanically you're working with the bike more efficiently. So it's less work your body has to do in a negative fashion, I should say. Um, mm -hmm. You're working more with the bike yeah. in that manner. Um, kind of going back to the clothing piece, um, cycling shirts are great because of all the little pockets they have in oh, them. Oh, yeah. Again, they are a little bit more tight-fitting for the aerodynamic side and the comfort side, but usually there's lots of pockets to be able to, you know, keep your cell phone, keep your keys, keep an ID is always a good thing. Maybe a little bit of money, um, gels, any kind of snacks that you want. Cause that is kind of a benefit of cycling is that you mm -hmm. can eat while you're doing it. Yes, it <laughs> um, is. I've seen plenty of people popping gels. Yeah. <laughs> you can and little things definitely get great little cycling bags, um, that just attach to the bike so that you can carry additional things with mm -hmm. as well. Um, yeah, if you're out there for a while, it might be nice to have some of those things. And you have to do a couple rides before you yeah. really know what you need as an individual. Some mm -hmm. people are all about bringing a towel with them or I'm not really, I don't really need a towel, but everybody's going to find yeah. their own little thing. But Yeah, exactly. Um, as far as hydration, I think it's just necessary to have water and or a sports drink with you. I'm not a huge sports drink fan um, just because of the taste, but on longer rides such as Pelotonia when we're riding 100 miles or more, I'm definitely going to take something with me mm -hmm. 
of that nature. Also knowing like if you're doing a ride event versus going out on your own, ride events tend to have rest stops that will supply those things mm -hmm. versus if you're doing 20, 40 miles on your own, you're going to need to make sure you're carrying everything with you. And yeah. most bikes can fit two um, water cages on them. So you can take two of your own water bottles and then there's all kinds of extra um, water bottle holders that you can get to attach to your seat or your handlebars so you can take you know up to four or five water bottles with you to be able to sh ensure that you have the hydration you need during the ride yeah and again it's gonna all be personal um, you know getting used to what you need individually um paying attention to the weather how hot it's gonna be oh if it's gosh. humid the weather not humid. makes it so different yeah. and it sometimes makes it hard to figure out if I should like put a jacket on mm -hmm. or wear pants versus shorts. So because the thing is, guys, is if, you know, if you really think about it, like you're moving faster, especially if you're, again, on the road, and we're leaning more toward that because that's what our experience is. Um, and so if you're like going, you're going through the wind, which kind of cools you off, mm -hmm. but you're also working. So there's this fine line between between overdressing and underdressing, I've mm -hmm. found, especially yes. when you have those in-between temperatures outside, too, or like you said, humidity, um, how, how much sun is out, because mm -hmm. 70 degrees with sun versus not is a totally different experience, exactly. especially when you're on the bike. Um, so definitely, um, you could, there's a ton of different forums online where you could probably ask questions and get them answered based off of um, you know what you're looking into. So I encourage you guys to kind of look into that depending on when you're going to ride, time of year, because mm -hmm. really the time is now, Yeah. Um, to, especially if you're going to do a ride later in the, the year. perfect weather, Yeah. perfect time to train. Um, and just starting off, I think one of the um, benefits of living in central Ohio is that we have a lot of great bike trail systems. And if you're interested in road biking, I personally think that's the place to start is mm -hmm. find your local bike trail. Um, there's always going to typically be shade on those trails, places to stop. But you can go different speeds and kind of just test out and get to know your body better on the bike, what your personal needs are for riding, um, and not be as intimidating as it can be to ride on the road because yeah. it, it can be very intimidating to ride with cars zooming past you and like you said previously most motor vehicle drivers do not like cyclists on the road yeah. <laughs> and don't respect that they're allowed to be on the road as well so yeah doing your research and if you are riding on the road I think it's a great thing to just note to if you're by yourself you should know everything mm -hmm. <laughs> you should yeah. know how to be a defensive cyclist in the sense that you are not just visible but you're very alert mm -hmm. you know the hand signals um, because a lot of people I've found as I've gotten more into the cycling side of things they don't understand what cyclists are doing, what cyclists yeah. are doing, because they're like, oh, I don't know if he knows that I'm behind him, you know, if they're just on the, yeah. on their bike, like they don't know. So communicating with drivers is definitely important. So riding with a group, that'll definitely mm -hmm. help you uh, get comfortable with riding on the road. I always encourage people to at least just try to ride with one other person if you're yeah. on the road, but you said it and I did a ton of it. I was on the, a lot of the paths, the only Tangi bike trail mm -hmm. is so long so you can get a really yeah. great distance on that um like you said there's shade and it's, it's just definitely a, be a better experience at least yeah. starting out it's the safest way i think to build your confidence in cycling 
um, especially for road cycling. Yeah. yeah. And there is also a huge importance around understanding the rules of the road as a cyclist too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the right as cyclists to be on the roadway riding, but we also have to follow the rules, not yeah. running through stoplights and stop signs just because you're on a bicycle and not in a car. Yeah. You still have to follow the laws. Um, there are turn signals. Yes. And <laughs> they use your hands. Yes. And there's <laughs> ways that you do that. So really, again, doing a little bit of research will not take that much to find out, get that list of what, how a cyclist is supposed to talk mm-hmm basically through their hands and motions while they're on the road to a motor vehicle driver so that you are keeping both individuals safe in this venture so yeah safety also includes a helmet reflectors all that stuff Mm -hmm. you won't even think about wearing a helmet once you realize (laughs) how important it it actually is (laughs) i mean you'll get over it real quick um you are out there with big huge vehicles just Mm -hmm. flying really fast and it's definitely important to um, just be aware of them maybe not understanding what you what you're doing Mm -hmm. and just trying to understand where you're going next Um, so yeah so those are definitely big big points um, to cover for road biking shifting a little bit to the training for it Mm -hmm. What is your best suggestion for somebody who might want to do a longer distance ride just starting out? Um, I think it's, it's again, going to be based individually on where your current fitness levels are at. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody that's pretty, has a pretty good aerobic threshold, um, you know, VO2 max is how we test that. But mm-hmm. knowing kind of where you're at in that range um, will kind of more guide you to determine where you should start at. Um, I remember when I first started cycling, I think 15 miles was about where I went for my longest ride. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the group that I rode with, we would just add 5, 10 miles every weekend. But we would also r- do rides through the week, mm-hmm. whether it was um, on a trainer in our own home with our bike, on a spinning bike or spinning classes, or actually getting together on the road we would train through the week. So it's not just about riding one day. It's building that cardiovascular system up, especially if you want to do a longer ride. Um, You You need to build your endurance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As far as training to get faster, I think you're going to have to look more into increasing your lactate threshold so that your VO2 will increase Mm -hmm. and speed will increase with it. Um, Hill training is a great way to do that. Um, Working on sprints. A lot of that is easier to do more on a stationary bike setting than it is on your road bike. Yes. (laughs) So finding a spinning bike um, where you can adjust resistance. Incline and things like that. You can just Um, Even, you know, you can do a little bit of it on a trainer, but I still think a spinning bike Mm -hmm. is the best way to kind of increase that intensity, having control over it. And be able to work on bringing up your lactate threshold so that you can build your VO2 max a little bit bigger and get stronger. I remember, I'm trying to think if our fitness center has a spinning bike. We do have spinning bikes in the fitness center. Yeah, we have the upright bikes with the the screens on them. We have the upright, um, we have recumbent, and then we have spinning bikes in there as well. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I thought. Okay, I think there's there's at least two of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah also think resistance training is a big piece of it you can't 
be a good endurance athlete without a strength training base. So yes, that is such a yeah, must. Strength training is essential in it. And core training is the key, I think, to cycling. Um, because when your core strength breaks down in cycling, then you're not mechanically efficient at riding the bike. You're starting to slouch. You're not staying upright as much. Breathing is affected. Pedaling's affected. Your body weight hits the handlebars a lot differently. So mm-hmm. it just becomes more taxing when it doesn't need to be if you have a stronger core. So Yeah. Your core will help you. Um, I've seen people who I can tell don't have a strong core. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like wiggling yeah. as they pedal. And so it's slouchy. like side to side. They look slouchy they're, Right. On they're a bike. slouchy. They're crashing into their mm-hmm. handlebars. And if your core is strong, it's going to kind of hold you up a little bit better. And I've heard it, we were talking about, um, I've heard it called the, the powerhouse. It's mm-hmm. where you can really create a lot of power um, with certain movements if you're stronger there. Everything yeah. kind of attaches into the center. And yep. if the center is weak, it's all going to come apart. Exactly. Um, so definitely working on not in, like, guys, remember, core training is not just crunches or planks. There are so many things out there that can train mm-hmm. your core. And try to steer away from those basic things and, and create um, a core and resistance training program that's kind of just super comprehensive. Yeah. Um, and there's a ton of things out there. I was looking up some different training programs, and all different kinds of places have just different – something that you can go off mm-hmm. of. It doesn't mean that you have to follow it to the T, but it's definitely a nice little yeah. um, thing to kind and of I have as a help. I think remembering that your core is the stability of your body, mm-hmm. and it has to be reactive fast reactions all the time to be so able true. to affect what that movement or that change is. If it can react fast, you can keep yourself stronger and safer, basically, in mm-hmm. a lot of different areas, not just cycling. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's essential for everything. <laughs> I was talking to somebody not too long ago. Oh, it was one of my students. She was like, I started, like, really, like, focusing on using my core when I'm doing my lifts and things like that. She was like, it makes such a difference. (laughs) So, I mean, guys, it definitely does. You'll notice it as soon as you gain the strength. And it goes hand-in-hand with cycling as well. Were there any other thoughts you had just for beginners or quick tips? I think I I covered most of it. You know, if you're interested in it, maybe getting into a spinning class, Mm -hmm. it'll give you a – a slight view into what road cycling, mm-hmm. trail cycling would feel like. Um, even mountain biking, like some classes and some spinning bikes are arranged to replicate mountain biking. Yeah. Um, then you're not out on a road. You're not exposed to the elements and or maybe not being prepared for it. Um, yeah. And then if you're interested in road biking, starting with the trail. You know, get on a bike trail, try it there. There's a lot of great shops where you can buy um, used bikes, so you don't have to invest yeah. a ton of money into playing against buying sports. Bike. Is a big yeah. one. I think they have all yeah. kinds of stuff, but I think they have bikes. There's there. a great yeah. used bike store um, on Indianola, close to Hudson, so not even far from campus here. That that's yeah. all they do is buy used bikes, fix them up resell oh, them. that's great so they yeah. fit you they they are bike people so they can help you get fitted just as if you were going to bike source or roll <laughs> yeah they're doing the same thing just with used bikes so that's really cool yeah 
There's a okay. lot of resources here, and you can even pull up. I wanted to mention, I can't remember exactly which website it is, but I think I typed into Google. Love Google. Uh, <laughs> I typed into Google like Columbus bike trails, and then one of our I don't think it was Parks and Rec website, but one of the Columbus websites uh, pulled up a big PDF printable map. Yes, of all the different yep. trails, and many of them connect, so you mm-hmm. can literally go from east to west side of Columbus if yeah. you wanted. Um, so there's definitely a lot of those resources out there, guys. Um, if you have questions, Manny and I both are here to help. Uh, you can find us both in Delaware Hall Room 083 in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can definitely hit us up on uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, I think that's all for today. We're going to talk about Pelotonia next week, so definitely tune in. Columbus State has a Peloton. Yes, we do. So we're going to talk about all of that, things to consider if you are going to start um, – training for pelotonia something to expect when you're when you're actually doing the ride all that good stuff with mandy next week so that's all for today i'm grace i'm mandy and we'll see you guys next week